Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to The Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... What to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&E. And joining me is my rifle co-host. The man, the myth, the reality. Q Flow Flow the rookie. What's going on, everybody? I'm back. <laughs> My man is back on extended vacation, dropping albums, doing just living it big. Oh yeah, had a mini, had a mini show yesterday. Oh, nothing big, nothing big, nothing big, nothing big. Oh, you was performing last night? Yeah. Oh, let me find out. Did you trash Cassidy? On the, yeah, on the fly. Yeah, Somebody, yeah people asked me to come through to. Huh? You trash Barry? Nah, nah, we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a off. That's that's a off. That's the that's all. We gotta make a Patreon. Y'all can get that on there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Oh yeah, so we're here for the, uh, the, 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 the no gimmick seated podcast, and we do have a full panel because it's gonna be a good day today. Uh, so joining me is uh not Dion Sanders, but Prime Time. Fresh What's going tour. on, y'all? Yeah. Fresh on yeah. tour. I just want to know what that uh, what that rifle comment was about. I, I, I need no smoke about that one. Ooh. There was a rifle comment. You just said his rifle, your rifle co-host. Yes, you your rifle co-host. What you mean? You ain't oh. been here in a while, superstar. <laughs> exactly. No, bro. I just wanted to know what the rifle was was meaning to. I thought. Had a, like a new nickname or something, right? Oh, no, I was in your city, didn't see okay. you. <laughs> you know, and all, see, I, I know you hang out with Bell Biff DeVoe a lot, and they don't understand what the word rifle means, but I'm just saying, but uh, <laughs> what I mean is the one, you know, say the Johnny Gill of the group, you know what I'm saying? Okay, thank okay. you. Oh, God. Yeah, you know Johnny saying? Gill, thank you, brother. I'll sing them all. <laughs> Okay, uh, and also joining us is my wife, the greatest catch lady sketch. Thank you for that not so um, enthusiastic intro. I appreciate it. Well, you was about to get ready to get up, so I was like, let me hurry and get you out the way. I understand. Kind of thing. So, uh, we are here for a panel today. It's been a while since I did this for the uh, ner- uh, excuse me for the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast, but I have decided to bring back Fantasy Draft Season oh. 4. 
Yeah, we, we, we it kind of crumbled with season three, but you know what? This time we're going to do it back up, and we're going to do season four. But before we get to all that great stuff in the podcast today, we got a lot of other stuff coming up for you guys, but we also got to make sure we pay the bills and give honor. That is to SpacesPhilly.com. Make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com for all your podcast needs, such as the Lulu and Pop, the Lulu and Pop Horror Show, and both sides. And make sure you check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well, such as the No Gimmicks Eater Wrestling Podcast, the Nergasm Talk Podcast, hosted by Swag on Zero, a Turntable with Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, hosted by Lady Sketch, and Drunk Dog Sober Tongue, hosted by Left Brain. All great things on content going on to you guys up there. Make sure you guys check us out on all the podcast apps, Stitcher, if you have an Android, Apple Podcasts, if you have an iPhone, of course, and make sure you check us out on Spreaker, Google Play, and uh, make sure if you listen to us on uh, YouTube, check us out on YouTube Premium, which has a free trial going on right now. But if you do have Google Play, to my understanding, you have YouTube Premium. So that's all great stuff. Listen to our podcast and everything. So uh, a lot of things has been happening. Uh, real quick, I'm just letting anybody know. So I reviewed Hell in a Cell. Uh, and I was going to put that on the podcast. So I'm letting everybody know that my Hell in a Cell rant was about 30 minutes long because it, it needed to be. So I'm going to. Just 30 minutes? Huh? Just to, I know. Just 30 minutes? Well, because if I had y'all on there, it would have been a, a smooth hour. If I had y'all on there, it would have been a smooth hour. So for those who have not seen my review, because it's going to be part of the podcast. I will make it's going to be added in right here. So I'm going to add the podcast on. So if you don't want it, if you don't want to hear about Hell in a Cell rant, uh, make sure you skip ahead about 30 minutes starting now. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. They had to. Mm, they had to do it. I'm not here to give you a Hell in a Cell review. I'm here to give you a Hell in a Cell rant. Okay, because there's a lot of things. Because I, I, I knew. Something shady was going to go down. Okay, first of all, they only announced four matches, barely even the fourth, the fourth match, and then we got a couple of random matches and two Hell in a Cell matches that I was really looking forward to, and a tag team match that was ended up pretty pretty good. But this is the result that is shown that the finish of a show can ruin the show, not the match, the show. And I was sitting thinking to myself, they will they do it? They need to do it, but will they do it? And I knew it. I knew it that that wasn't going to be the case. This is why I'd say on all my podcasts, this is why I say I hate the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. This is one of the reasons why. And you know what? I know what y'all came here for. And I do support that. I'm going to give y'all guys a review. Because Hell in a Cell happened. Sacramento, California last night. And the show started off great. To the point I was just like. If they, actually get, if they keep it to this four matches. Or like an NXT style. Just keep five matches. This may be the pay-per-view of the year. But it wasn't. We start off. With Sasha Banks versus. Uh, Becky Lynch. For the Raw Women's Championship inside Hell in a Cell. In my personal opinion, this match was better than the Charlotte Sasha Banks match from three years ago in Hell in a Cell. 
Granted, they kind of started out similar. They fought on the outside for a little bit, but they came in. But I think Becky and Sasha was better and more creative. I think because they were, you know, uh, Becky's the man, so she, so she got a little to that level. And then Sasha has been used to this already. I think this one was better than it was when they had what was Charlotte and uh, Sasha Banks. Even though, like I said, they, they had a couple things and they had a couple botches going on in that matchup. But this one stole the show for me. And... Uh, this match was so hard hitting. This is what Hell in the Cell is about. And you know what? I get. I am so happy when these women come out here and put on a show where these men can't do it. Yes, I said it. You know what? I like creativity in Hell in the Cell because it's called Hell in a Cell. Okay? Where you could brutalize your opponent to all means because there are no rules to Hell in a Cell. And I'll get to that when we get to the end. But th these women sh showcase because usually when you have a match with two Hell in the Cells on the card, they don't want the, the first Hell in the Cell to top the last Hell in the Cell. But you know what? It did. It absolutely did. This is one of the best Hell in the Cell matches I have seen, especially when the women in there showing it all. This reminded me of how good the Usos New Day Hell in the Cell was. This is what it reminded me of. And it, it it got creative to the point of almost a Brock Lesnar Undertaker Hell in a Cell from 2015, not the, 20, not the 2002 one. Now, once again, to try to call every spot is crazy. But Sasha Banks, first of all, she hit three double knees in this matchup. And first of all, she actually landed them perfectly. And it was funny, she landed them in like a TLC form. Once when Becky was sitting on a chair, she uh, jumped off the top rope and hit the double knees. Once into the ladder. That looked like it sucked for both women. There was a ladder set up on, on the corner of the Hell in the Cell. And Becky was right there kind of dazed. She wasn't leaning on the ladder. And Sasha runs off the apron and gives her the double knees. And her head bounces right off the ladder along with her knees. That looked like it sucked for both women. And then inside the table spot, remember the table that didn't break when Sasha was in there the first time? She did the double knees off the top rope through the table to Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch got the TLC of the whole double knees that night. I enjoyed all of it. Uh, Sasha Banks also was putting Becky Lynch's arm inside the cage door and slamming the door on her arm so she couldn't use the disarmor. I thought that was very creative uh, that she was doing. And the, the women were using the cage. She kept she kept throwing Sasha. Sasha was taking some hard bumps tonight on on the cage, and uh, there was a point that this this was one of the most creative things I've seen. Now, if you remember back when the Usos knew they had it, they had Jimmy Uso tied up on the corner of the cage with the kendo sticks, so he couldn't move. Well, Sasha was setting it up like that, but she put a chair on top of it, and I was like. What? No, no. She put the, 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 the kettle sticks up, but then Becky Lynch hit a hit on the kettle sticks. And she, and Becky Lynch, puts a chair up on top of there with another kettle stick. Sits Sasha on the chair, goes on the apron, does a running drop kick on the Sasha Banks. The crowd is eating this whole thing up. I was like, that's some creative stuff to see. Sasha had a a, a chair on on the cage wall, and Irish whip Becky Lynch into it. These women. These women really went out here and had a match. They, they opened a match. They was on fire. And I, I have to say, yo, this, 
This is what Hell in a Cell is about. And for the past two years, the opening Hell in a Cell matchup has been better than the main event Hell in a Cell match. Stop doing it. Stop it. Last year, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton had a damn good Hell in a Cell match opposed to Strowman and Roman. But I'm, I'm trying to say it because the thing is, I don't want to talk about anything else that happened in this pay-per-view. I don't. But I'm trying to get through it for you guys out there. And, and guys and girls out there who, who, who love listening to my review stuff like that. I'm not trying to make this whole rant thing. But it ruined the show. It really ruined the show. But anyway, uh, as Sasha comes in and she is tossing all these chairs. I don't know. I, that one thing I don't like in these hardcore street fight hell and so kind of matches. They, the, the whole chair tossing. Where they just toss a pile of chairs into the ring. And then all of a sudden... We're going to do a big spot on those chairs. Like, I, I, I'm I, not a fan of those. Uh, So what happened was, oh, Be- Be- Becky hit a Bexploder to Sasha Banks on the cell wall. That was very creative. But the finish came with uh, Sasha was on the top rope. I guess we're going for a fourth double knee. And then Becky Lynch goes up there and gives her a Bexploder from the top rope onto all the chairs. And then puts her in a disarm where Sasha's trying to fight it. But Sasha taps out. Becky Lynch remains... Your Raw Women's Champion, which I think now uh, Sasha Banks is going to probably go to SmackDown Live. You know, the boss on primetime. Come on now. It's just a fitting. So, I think Sasha's going to SmackDown. So, great matchup. Great opening by these two. I felt that way with Randy Orton and uh, Jeff Hardy last year in Hell in a Cell. I I love the opening. And the same thing with the Usos and New Day. The opening Hell in a Cell goes... They got the most pressure, and I know they're the ones that's limited the most of what they can do because they want to try to quote-unquote save it for the main event, but uh, that's neither here or there. Now, these next matches that was on here weren't even announced. We only got a couple matches. Up, but the next up was a match that was announced, which was a tornado tag. They changed it now. It was a regular tag team match. They changed the tornado tag of Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan versus Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Good matchup. I enjoyed them. There's no rules. There's no disqualifications. So they got to do whatever they want, which fit for this matchup. That's what it needed. Because honestly, you could have put it to Kevin Owens and Shane a ladder match on here. And I thought it was a great show. Once again, until that ending happened now. So, uh, great back and forth action as I was trying to watch this on my way back home from seeing my mother in the hospital. <coughs> I thought it was a good match. Uh, Roman Spears, uh, I believe Eric Rowan uh, through the announce table. Uh, had good spots there. But Roman hits the Superman punch and a spear combination, I believe. Uh, or Luke, it was, there was a nice sequence at the end between Luke Harper, Dale Bryant, and uh, Roman Reigns. And they pick up the win here. And uh, Brian goes, he, he takes away, and it doesn't shake Roman Reigns' hand, but gives him a hug. So the co- transformation of Daniel Bryan is complete. Daniel Bryan is now a babyface again. So whether he, st- whether he stay on SmackDown or not, I'm not sure. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I like Captain Planet Daniel Bryan. I didn't, have, I didn't have a problem with him like that. But I'm saying, but now if he's back to babyface, I mean, that's cool. I mean, he's still going to be cut to playing it. I still want my hip belt, though. Now, these, these are the matches that were not announced that came up. Uh, Randy Orton versus Ali. Uh, solid matchup. I didn't have too much of a problem with it. Uh, 
Randy Orton wins with the RKO. Not much noteworthy there. The Kabuki Warriors, uh, Asuka and Kairi Zane take on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for the Women's Tag Team Championships. And I was like, they didn't even, there's no build to this matchup. I don't even see them being angry or nothing. But, hell, we got ourselves a matchup. And we did. Uh, the matchup was, was actually pretty solid. I, I, I was not really into thinking that the Kabuki Warriors was going to get beat again. But finally, as Kairi Zane. Uh, as Nikki Cross hits her spinning neckbreaker, Oscar breaks it up, hits the poison miss. I missed the poison miss on a Nikki Cross. Which, for those who don't know, poison miss is what the great Muda used to do, and to Jerry. For those uh, a little bit more modern uh, fans, also when they spray the the green mist right into the face of the opponent, and then give him again one of those kicks, and she kicked uh, Nikki Cross, and that was it. Oscar and Kyrie Zane, the Kabuki Warriors, are your new women's tag team champions. Now, I hope they take them and make them a serious Japanese threat. Because what they've been doing, first of all, get them a theme song. Because this, that Asuka Kyrie Zane combination song is terrible. Six man tag team matchup between the Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman taking on the OC. This match I cared less about because I didn't even pay attention to this matchup. I was too busy going around cleaning up. So honestly, I did not. Unfortunately, did uh the Vi I know the Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman won. Don't know how they won, but I know that AJ Styles was dazed walking up the ramp onto uh uh an OC had to help him up. Now I know people out there may saying yo, if you're going to review the show, review the whole show. But you know what? It's the but the whole show was ruined for me. First of all, these matches weren't even announced. Okay? So, like I said, I wasn't even coming in expecting these matches. So, it, WWE wants to do this to me. I did the best I can with what I came with. Uh, next up, we have Chad Gable taking on King Corbin in another rematch. And this match, once again, they, these guys got good chemistry also. Once again, nice back and forth action uh, between these two. And Corbin, they, the whole time, kept trying to tease the end of days, but then... Chango can find a way to get out of it, so he was getting frustrated and was going to get his scepter to hit Gable, but then Gable ducks it. The referee try, pulls the scepter from Corbin, and then Chad Gable gets the roll-up on Baron Corbin. So, great win uh, to see from Chad Gable here. I, I'm glad to see it. I mean, it doesn't transfer over who was king of the ring or not, but a uh, decent win. And then, one of the matches they, they just announced for the women's, uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte taking on Bailey. Uh, now this matchup was better than obviously the one that they had uh, at the last pay-per-view they had it was a Clash of Champions when Charlotte lost in like three seconds to that so Bailey is kind of playing a little bit of, of heelish role in this matchup so I'm like okay so are we going to get the full breaking point of the heel of this one or not but I think we got it at the end because uh, first of all Charlotte gets her mouth busted open somehow I think Bailey may bust the mouth open but uh, Charlotte gives Bailey the figure eight Bailey taps out, and Charlotte becomes the 10-time women's champion, as expected. So, uh, Bailey, after the match, is seen on the outside, very distraught, saying, why has this always happened to me? What's going on with me? Why is it... Stop laughing! She's, like, getting angry at the audience, and she's sitting there crying on the court. I'm like, okay, we're doing heel turns. Since we're doing the whole uh, draft thing next week, and we're starting over fresh... Then there you go. That's how we're going to have the new thing for Bailey. I, I, I'm, I'm pursuing. 
Now it's time for the main event. Now it's time for what everybody really, truly, I don't care what everybody say, came here to hear me rant about. And that is The Fiend Bray Wyatt taking on Seth freaking Rollins for the Universal Championship. The Fiend comes out, comes out with his great lantern. I want that lantern for Halloween. I know it'll probably, it'll probably scare kids, but you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. I want that lantern for um, Halloween. So here's the thing. When the Hell in a Cell, it's already red, right? So they have The Fiend and Seth Rollins wrestling in this red uh, tinted light that surrounds the whole arena. That's how you can see it, man. It, it reminded me of when Kane first debuted, not when he tore off the door to Hell in a Cell, his first matchup on, uh, uh, I think it was Survivor Series 97, when he went against Mankind and it was the whole red ambiance around the whole ring. And that's how it was kind of hard to see on TV. I don't imagine how it was there. But it, it was to give that dark, evil look. Well, they did the same thing for The Fiend for a 20-minute match. At least the Kane and Mankind one ended in like five minutes. Okay, so this one was 20 minutes for that, number one. So Seth Rollins, story of the matches, he threw everything. And I do mean everything at The Fiend. And now the Fiend was doing everything, you know, he, he was still uh, getting the best of Seth Rollins as he was trying to do everything he could to keep the Fiend down. Even at one point, the Fiend pulled out this Harley Quinn style hammer uh, that attacked Seth Rollins, which looked, I guess because the ambiance, it looked threatening. But I was like, that looks really fucking cheesy. It does. So Seth hits a curb stomp uh, on the Fiend. And of course he kicks out. Now this is where... It goes to shit. This is where it goes all to shit. Even he tries to put the fiend on the table. It goes for a frog so it doesn't get the full frog splash. And tail breaks. Of course, he goes to the table. But uh, <coughs> fiend kicks out. This is where the death. Remember how we had the obituary going around social media about the death of Kofi Kingston when it came to losing to Brock Lesnar on the opening of SmackDown? This is the death of the curb stop. He, they. they, they killed this move I'm not BSing you Seth Rollins had to hit at least 12 curb stomps or more in this match minimum 12 curb stomps even on the outside he hits it on his hammer he hits it on the chair he hits he hits the fiend Bray Wyatt with all these curb stomps and he keeps kicking out says so like I don't know what to do. So then he goes for like five more curb stops and then a pedigree. Fiend kicks out. Seth's like, I don't know what to do. So Seth, with, with the illusion, comes up over Bray's head and smacks him dead in the head with the chair. He, co he covers him. Bray kicks out again. He's a horror movie character, just like Kane. It's just like, it's the same shit he did in 97. When um, Mankind could not keep Kane out, he hits him right over the head with a uh, a steel pole, and he still kicks out. That's what this is. So Seth's not done yet. So Seth says, all right, well, I'm going to get a ladder, and then I'm going to hit him with the ladder or with the, the chair covering his face or his head. That will work. It don't work. So then Seth puts the ladder and the, the, the chair between the ladder and says, I don't know what to do. Goes out, 
and gets the sledgehammer. Triple H's sledgehammer. And the ref is telling him, don't do this. We can't have a death or attempted murder on our match. Seth hits the fiend with the sledgehammer while he still has the ladder and the chair on top of his face. And the referee calls for the bell. Instantly. Instantly, everybody starts booing. They start booing. They can't believe this. They boo, boo. They, and then there's boos. There's AEW chance, which you knew was going to happen. And th this was probably the breaking point. Because they were doing well for the past couple weeks. And this happens. Because they couldn't help themselves. And I'm like, you mean to tell me y'all could not put the Universal Championship on Bray Wyatt? And this is the B bullshit-ass finish that we had to deal with. This, this this is my issue. Number one, I don't like the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view because it pigeonholes Hell in a Cell to one time a year where it doesn't need to be that. And the point of Hell in a Cell is a rivalry ender. That's what it always has been since the start back in 1997 between Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. The point of Hell in a Cell is to be so brutal that it will change the careers of the men that's inside. But that no longer fits the narrative of these WWE Hell in a Cell pay-per-views. Because you know what? This is the same bullshit finish that we got last year. With, if you don't remember Roman versus Strowman, where they had to bring Dolph and Drew McIntyre and Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins out to fight on top of the cell, and to the point where Brock just ripped the door off and gave all both men a, a regular F5, and all of a sudden they had to stop the match? What kind of shit is that? That's terrible. I, I, I said... That had to be the worst Hell in a Cell match I've seen. And that's including The Undertaker and the Big Boss Man. I, if you go over the history, see, this is why this, this one don't make no sense to me. If Seth Ross took a sledgehammer and hit it square over the face of The Fiend, if you go back to 2006 in the Unforgiven pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell, DX versus Shane Vince McMahon and The Big Show. You want to talk about brutal? Shawn Michaels gave an elbow to Shane McMahon while his neck was in the steel chair. Triple H squared up and hit Vince in the head with the sledgehammer, and the sledgehammer broke. And you telling me that you had to stop? Two years in a row because Brock Lesnar came out and because he hit the feet in the face with a sledgehammer? That's the point. That is the point of hell in a cell. But you don't ever... I have never seen a no contest in a hell in a cell until they start doing the pay-per-view these past two years because they booked themselves in a corner all the time and they do not want they, they want to have both ways you don't want the fiend to lose 
because you built up this great character. That's what everybody came to see. They were they've been booing Seth Rollins this whole matchup because it was all about the Fiend. You have something here. It took a long time to redo Bray Wyatt. He's your pre-order bonus for your video game. He's popular. You capitalize why the strike while the iron is hot. And what do they do? They do this shit all the time. And it bothers me because now, after the match, after the cage is raising up, and then Seth Rollins is talking crap and everybody is booing him, all of a sudden, the Fiend gets up and gives him the Manimal Claw. It's too late. Then outside, the Fiend is taking up the, uh, the, the padding on the outside and gives Seth Rollins' sister Abigail on the concrete. It's too late. Then he gives him a Manimal Claw where the blood is coming out of Seth Rollins' mouth. And he passes out. But it's too late. The fans are trying to restart the match. Finish the match. See, you you, you can't create your new history. Mick Foley was tossed off and through Hell in a Cell. And kept going. That's brutal. And I'm not advocating for any superstar to do stuff like that. But that's what happened. And the match kept going. That If anything should have had a match stoppage, that should have been the one. But it didn't. Y'all can't top that. Shane jumped off the, the tunnel cell twice. There's no stoppage. There's no stop. The Undertaker bled like a stuffed pig in 2002. They didn't stop the match. If you go back to the history of these Hell in a Cell matches, they didn't stop them. Sean and Triple H went there for 40 fucking minutes. They didn't stop the match. You, you can't do that. And it bothered me because if you look at all the other Hell in a Cell matches, you can't do that. And now you kind of just took down the feed just a little bit. Why? Because you, you want something to remain your champion? They don't put the fee in this matchup. This is the same that happened to Ryback with CM Punk, who had the CM Punk had the, had the whole year reign going for his championship, and then they built Ryback up and they put him in that spot too fast, and then they didn't want Ryback to lose, but they didn't want CM Punk to lose the belt neither at Hell in a Cell when there has to be a decisive winner. So what did they do? They did the whole Brad Maddox bullshit, and now look what happened to Ryback. And they pulled this shit tonight. I don't know which one was the worst finish between. I still think the Strowman and Roman thing was worse. Because Brothers didn't do enough of a beatdown to stop the match. And even then, Vince pulled off a door at a Hell in the Cell back in 2000. Where Rikishi got chokeslammed off the cell into the bed of hay. Made no sense. Stop doing it. Stop doing the pay-per-view. Save the match for when it's really needed. So you don't so when we have the one hell in the cell match like Becky and, and, and Sasha, it can stand on its own. Now the unfortunate thing is that match is gonna be tainted by the crap that happened in this pay-per-view. That's the truth.
so I could go on and on about this, but I'm not. I'm not gonna give WWE my time. So Hell in a Cell was ruined by the, the final match. It gets a thumbs down. It gets a thumbs down because it was poorly, poorly promoted. Other than the the, the top three matches that they did, the first two matches was good, and everything else was out of nowhere and felt like house show stuff, and it sucked. And the main event, which I was really looking forward to with The Fiend and uh, Seth Rollins, they, they got a lot explained to do. Because Seth Rollins is not is coming out of Raw and he's not getting cheered. Hell, I don't know what's going to happen to The Fiend, to be honest with you. But it doesn't get a pass from me. It does not. I'm not. I don't know what grade to give it. But I'm probably because that, that, that one match made it uh, fail for me. But I'm going to just give it a non-passing grade. Alright, so... Uh, once again, like I said... So, I, I, I'm sorry I had to get all that out... When it came to uh, Hell in a Cell. And uh, there's another thing... That is going to be... Uh, tradition when we get here on the Nerd... Uh, excuse me, I keep saying Nerdgasm. On No Gimmicks Needed. So, as you guys know... We're back at a wrestling war again. AEW versus NXT. Has a, has anybody watched Week One? Yep, I did. Of course. Q flow? Nah, I missed it. You missed it? Okay, don't worry. I'm gonna come back for you on Week both, Two. I missed both shows. I'm gonna come back. I'll come back on both shows. So hey, you know what? It you know both shows delivered. I will say that. And uh, so, but I have some personal favorites. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the Wednesday Night War. Now, the the good news is. I already did it already. So me and the hard art from the Soul Trek Enterprise did the first episode of uh, the Wednesday Night War between NXT and AEW. So that was going to be the next part of the podcast. And then when we're done after that, we're going to go right into our fantasy draft. That's what the fellas have been waiting about. But make sure if you guys want to check out the, uh, the episode, it's going to be linked right here. But then once again, skip ahead about... 27 minutes if you guys uh, don't hit the episode you want to get right to the fantasy draft starting now so welcome to the first segment of hopefully many of the Wednesday night war yes we are back like we were back in the 90s of two big wrestling promotions going head to head at the same time slot on Wednesdays. NXT on USA at 8 o'clock and AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite at Wednesday night at 8 o'clock on TNT. Just like back in the 90s of USA going against TNT over again. Now this time... This is week one of both shows premiering. Well, actually, NXT has been shown on UST, uh, USA for the past two weeks, but only a, an hour because we had to get rid of Suits. So after Suits was done, we are now two hours of NXT, two hours of AEW. And uh, we're going to give our review on both shows, a quick re re reviews, and decide who, we, who won for the week. And this is going to be a weekly segment on the podcast. So I'm going to make sure that I do the best I can to get back to it. So we got to worry about Raw SmackDown anymore because, you know, they're, they're, they're few and far between. And what's going on with them now, they they got a lot of shit to do. So, oh, Also, real quick, shout out to those sets of Raw and SmackDown. Loved it. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the whole set for SmackDown was beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. Look, 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 look how it was coming out of Iron Man's chest. Yes. I was just look. I don't want to get carried away about it. I liked it, period. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, let's start off with NXT. So, NXT, first full premiere of the, the two hours. And we start off. The first match we start off with is for the NXT Championship. Matt Riddle taking on... Uh, Adam Cole and everything you thought about this match was true. The match was great. Dude, dude I the fact that that was the first match that NXT came on. I saw Maldo Ronaldo talking, and then they just like come out and they're in the ring. I'm like, oh, so we started here. Oh, we shooting bullets. We shooting off all the bullets from the beginning. You know? Yes. And so, uh. Uh, great back and forth action here, and it, 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 I love how these matches get to another gear. However, I will say that Adam Cole's Panama Sunrise is not a finisher anymore because he does not finish anybody with it. it, it but it should be. I, I don't, and you know what? I think we talked about this. Times ago, many many years ago, about is a finisher really a finisher anymore? But the panorama sunrise has that effect. You be like, well, that is the end. But no, it's not. We we gonna kick out. Oh oh okay. Even Matt Riddle's really strong, but that move is really weak. It doesn't leave anything in the middle, and that's not how that move should be treated. Exactly. So uh, we get some more back and forth, and then. Uh, eventually, Adam Cole finished off Matt Riddle, hits the, hits the super kick going to the shiny wizard. Like, I don't like the shiny wizard to the back of the head, in my personal opinion. Not a fan of the last shot? Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of that shot. I, especially got to see people do it better. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I don't like that as a finish when you have the Panama Sunrise. So, I mean, but he, he, he does it to uh, Matt Riddle. He picks up the, the three count. Great matchup between these two. And, but it's not done yet because returning to the NXT roster is, the, the, well, I'm not calling him the Vince McMahon name, but it's Finn Balor. He nothing, co- nothing in me could have predicted that. Exactly. <laughs> well, I was wondering, with, with it going two hours, who's coming back to NXT? And you know what? That's a perfect fit. For Finn Balor, especially how things were going on the main roster. He comes back and lets Adam Cole know that he is NXT. And I'm like, okay, so can we see that feud right now? So, just looking at that on on the surface, you're sitting there and you can look at Adam with cold face. And he's like, I'm worried. <laughs> uh-huh. right to be. You're sitting there like, I don't know what you're going to do about this one, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Velveteen Dream is on his purple couch letting Roderick Strong know that he wants his North American Championship back. So I do want to see that uh, for the rematch. Now, if I can interject on anything, I'm not going to say I didn't like, but I am going to say it felt like Velveteen Dream was a little... I don't know if I want to use tense or worried on the microphone. You know what I'm saying? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Just, just like, I'm not expecting him to be fully polished, but I did expect his metaphors and stuff to roll off better than what they did. But, you know, <laughs> we live now. People's watching. So Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, so it's jitters. That's what I'm going to call it. I think it's jitters, because guess what? I'll be scared, too. <laughs> I got you. Everybody's different, but you know what? I think he'll adjust well. 
Right. I think he'll just Absolutely. win. Uh, next matchup, we have Io Shirai taking on Mia Yim. And now, now I will be honest with you. Usually, I don't like too many Mia Yim matches in NXT. I like their mm-hmm. in, impact. I, I just felt though she never got to the next gear to me. But this match, I really enjoyed. So you saying in this match, Mia Yim was finally looking like Jade? Yes. And so, so, so I, I love the dive through the ropes. I love the cold. She calls it the cold blue. It's really the cold red. Uh, hit out Io Shirai. It's a lot, lot of couple near falls. Uh, did, did some great selling. Io Shirai, first of all, that uh, hand spread, that, like that standing hand spread into the double knees was great. The, uh, uh, the shoulder back toss on her feet, like homegirl is very athletic. Very ever athletic. Since, ever since she took on her heel persona, I care about her so much more. It's not like I disliked her as a face. It was more like, oh, she's kind of cute. And you know what? She can wrestle a little bit. But this heel persona seems like it's more her. And it's wild because it's such a different take from who she was before. Yes. And like her moves are crisper. They hit harder. Her her persona's more there. And I'm sitting there like I'm feel, I'm here for all of this now. Exactly. So I, I, I was going with it. Nice uh, superplex off the top, and then Io Shirai hits uh, Mia with a strong kick to the face to a her patented moonsault, which she does better than Charlotte, by the way, and. Picks up, picks up the win over Mia Yim. Now you know, like I said, I'm liking this kind of Mia Yim now. But I, I think, and this is not trying to be stereotypical or anything, because I am this color. It's just that the blazing baddie and the way she comes out with the bandana over her face fits more of a heel character than a babyface does. And I think that she's, I think she's having trouble, you know, trans, uh, uh. <laughs> Helping the fans, you know, believe in her. And I, I think I really think she can do really good things as a heel. I mm-hmm. like baby faces don't call like I mean it's is it cool? Yeah, but I mean like the, the whole HBIC and the whole Blazing Baddie, that that goes more for a heel persona. And I don't want her going back to that whole, you know, dollhouse shit from uh TNA by no means. So. But I agree with you. It definitely fits more with a heel persona. But I, I think the only problem is there. NXT don't need no more heel females right they, now. They don't. So, so she, so she has to stay face until someone leaves. Unfortunately. That's how it's looking. That's how it's looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Giant Gargano takes on the new solo superstar in Shane Thorne. Since Nick Miller has left, there is no more TM61. So, we mm-hmm. have Shane Thorne by himself. I thought Shane Thorne looked pretty good in his singles day. De- well, he probably he did Russell House shows, but for me seeing him, he looked pretty good on his singles debut against uh, Jack Gargano. They- and I thought that the match was actually more competitive than it was uh, going to be in the first place. But then there was a roll through. Jack Gargano hits that super kick while he's uh, on his knees position and pins uh, Shane Thorne that way. So, h- how did you like Shane Thorne in this matchup? I feel like it simply, at the end of the day, end up being a match that was better than expected. Like, uh, uh, unfortunately, I feel like myself and others probably like, hey, it's the guy from TM61. Yes, he has a name. <laughs> but, but we was like, hey, look, it's the guy from TM61. Oh, man, he's going against Johnny. All right, they probably have Johnny just beat the trash out of him real quick. It's Johnny. And then I want to say roughly three minutes in the match, you're like, this is going to be a little competitive. So it, it was a 
good showing for Shane Thorne. And it kind of leaves you like, okay, if he could perform like that against Johnny, I wonder how he does against this person or that person. So it was a good singles premiere match for him. Premiere on live TV, I'm saying. Yeah. Now, according to that, in my personal opinion, when you talk about matches that, that, that was better than it should have been, that's the next one where we got the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler going against Candice LeRae. I thought really this was going to be kind of kind of boring, even though they both could wrestle. But I really was into this match. This may be my match of the night behind the tag team matchup. Really? Yes, because uh, mm. because the, the, all each championship match delivered. And yes, Adam Cole and uh, Matt Rowe delivered as well. But this match, like seeing Candice LeRae, like in her full glory, taking on single stuff, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed her Seth Rollins diving through the road three times, almost killing herself. But uh, you know, please uh-huh. dial back on that one. <coughs> uh, I I love how they did the finish, and even though Shayna Baszler kicked out her her spinning neckbreaker from the middle rope. When she went for her lion salt and how she basically not rolled out the way, but got into position so when she landed, she can go right into the caribou to clutch. Love that. Uh, I know that was very creative, and then she had no choice but to tap out. Great showing for Candice LeRae in this matchup. However, uh, I, I, I do see her uh, chasing the title more, so I, I can see an Io Shirai getting the championship. Then she going back to Io Shirai. For, uh, for a championship matchup, which I would love to see. But, I, yeah, I know it was an excellent women's match. I mean, it's definitely not a bad match. I mean, they both people performed very well. Like you said, Shayna could get that move out of pretty much everything over the past, uh, what, year? But <laughs> at the same time, it leaves me wondering something that I felt before against Shayna against multiple challenges. Like, you'd be like, oh, this is her transition to somewhere point. Or this is the transition for this person. Or this is the transition for this person. It makes me come back to, so who she got left? <laughs> like, who yeah. left is in the XC roster? And if if I'm going off, you know, I'm going to call it childhood booking heel face. If I'm looking at a face female that hasn't gotten her shot yet, what am I looking at? The returning Dakota Kai? But it looked like they're trying to build Rhea Ripley for this point. It, I'm just trying to understand where it's going, and I don't know. That's what the purpose of sitting back and watching week to week is for. Uh, next match is what I call the R2 match, which was Pete Dunne versus Danny Burch, which literally they was reversing and, and countering each one of their moves. I was just like, they are just... <laughs> the R2 match. The R2 match. They, they kept pushing that thing. I was like, hey, great exchange, finally. And then uh, finally... Uh, there was, uh, I don't remember if it was like a brain buster to an X-Plex. I'm not really sure how it was. But I do remember uh, <coughs> Pete Dunn hitting the bitter end for the win. But that's not all because the debuting, uh, oh, God, okay, hold on. It's uh, Damian Priest, who was the original uh, Punishment Martinez. Punishment right? Martinez. And uh, I watch it in, in House of Hardcore and in, on the indie scene. So he has now signed over to NXT, attacked Pete Dunne. Very athletic. We called him when we was at House of Hardcore, the athletic Baron Corbin. So, <laughs> I, but he, That's true. Yeah, but <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> he, 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 he'll, he, I, in my opinion, he'll look better than Baron Corbin. So I, I, it was a nice uh, debut for him. Uh, then it comes. I'm more looking forward to what they're going to do together. You just know those are going to be some stiff, strong hits in that view. 
<laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be something good. Main event time where uh, for the NXT Tag Team Championships, the Undisputed Era taking on the Street Profits. Street Profits come out with Wale. Wale raps into the ring. I ain't never seen an actual rap celebrity come to NXT. They all go to the first time. I'm not counting the, the, the guy. I'm not counting the guy that rapped Adam Cole to the ring. I'm talking about you right. know Wale known on the scene. Can we just say Wally was enjoying every second of his life at that moment? He had to. <laughs> he had to. Like, he was happier than me than the dude from the Migos was. I think it was Offset. Was with that Ric Flair robe on on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Offset. So happy. Yeah, only because he was in Atlanta. He ad-libbed the whole song for him. <laughs> yep. Uh, we want the smoke. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Hey, look, I, 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 I was all with. I was all. I was all for the smoke. <coughs> so, we we got tag team action right here. Montez Ford takes most of the heat in this matchup until the hot tag is made by Angelo Dawkins. And I would have to say, over the years, Angelo Dawkins has gotten a lot better. And I'm actually, I, I'm actually enjoying him. He, he works good on the hot tag, especially uh him throwing. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly into Bobby Fish. Then we go for the oh. jump over spear. Then uh, they, they get both of them in a submission move. And then Montez Ford has, has to take Kyle O'Reilly to throw him on the Bobby Fish. Then Roderick Strong comes out. And then Roderick Strong gets speared on the apron. That, that looks sick. But what looks even more sick is Montez Ford doing his, you know, like it, it, it has to be God given leap from the corner, hitting his feet on that barricade. Huh? Oh, the one that you talk about when he jumped from inside the ring to outside the yeah. ring? Yeah. Oh, man. How? Exactly. How? <laughs> it's got to give it ability. Uh, I like when Bobby Fish is going for a move. They faked him out. He fell on his back. He got frog splash. I was like, I thought that was it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that, 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 that was pretty good right there. But then it ended up not being the case as... <clears throat> my test is in there and he gets that now I don't know what they call the move but I remember in ECW with Perry Saturn and the other guy used to do it total elimination total elimination yeah so I like that move uh, that they pin Montez for and they retain the NXT Tag Team Championships and as Undisputed Area is celebrating here comes Tommaso Chopper returning from NXT and staring down his championship so not only is Finn Balor after Adam Cole so is Chopper. So your thoughts real quick on the main event so we can move on to AEW. Um, I love the main event. It was definitely high-flying, hard-hitting, um, very creative, all the way down to even after the match and that finish. And I think Adam Cole face turned it all. He was like, this is a day I'm having. Because <laughs> yep. when Chopper comes out and looks directly at Goldie, don't even care about Adam Cole. Just looking directly at Goldie, then finally looking at him like, that's mine. Why do you have it? And it says, so are we getting triple threat between the three in the future? Oh, that'd be are it. We getting that'd Chopper? be great. That'd be are great. Are we getting Chopper, Finn Balor, number one contender match? This is just so much good coming from this. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, with that being said, that was NXT, and then at the end, uh, NXT pulled in a uh, kind of low. They pulled in about nine hundred thousand viewers on that that two hour night. See, 
where I'm at with that, um, how this simply makes sense to me, I've seen this before, but I've never seen this yet. So it's like, it, it was everything like, I know NXT is probably going to be good, but I've never seen AEW. Is that, so I can understand more people tuning for that reason. Oh, yeah, is that my first question open tonight? So speaking of opening night, Absolutely. so we can get over to this review, AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite starts off, TNT starts off with the fireworks and everything, it looks all good, and then they got the, the Cody and, and the Sammy Guevara interview in the back, and that's what we kick off with, Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara, yes, I said Cody Rhodes, as they have worked out a deal to try to get his name back for uh, him, so it don't have to be Cody and Brandy Rhodes, uh, and, and Brandy is out there with them. Uh, decent match by these two. I mean, like once again, Cody is somebody who can have good matches, but I don't look at him as somebody who carries matches. Sammy Guevara is more uh, mm-hmm. more of a lightweight cruiserweight. Uh, moments came where Sammy dives to the out. Uh, no, Cody dives to the outside. Sammy puts Brandy in front, and Cody hits her, and she hits her head on the back of the railing. I was like, Oh God, I hope he ain't her Brandy. Uh, mm-hmm. Brandy seemed. Don't hurt Brandy. Yeah, please don't hurt Brandy. Like l- legit, don't hurt, don't hurt Brandy. Uh, <laughs> they roll him back uh in the ring, and then Brandy comes back out, hits Sammy Guevara with, with her shoe. Cody hits a disaster kick, goes for a reverse suplex on the top rope. He still kicks out. Uh, but Cody does end up winning the matchup. I think it was with, with the crossroads, and then after the match, Jericho comes out and attacks Cody. And starts beating him down because that that is supposed to be the rumored next match, next person up for the championship, which is Cody. So, oh, he that's right, he was with the small package. So, uh, after Jericho beats him down, exactly. Save breaks off, and then uh, Rose gets 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 a, a cold breaker. So that was the opening matchup. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Of course, I knew Cody was gonna probably start off with himself. The whole thing with Brandy Rose, I, I was legit buying into that because I really thought that she was hurt. But uh turned out she came back and she, she ended up being good. So it was all good. Cody did what he needed to do by going first. He needed to come out and set a tone for the night. So that way you know this is the standard that you're getting with AEW. Because that first match of the first show, that is something that can't no one take away from you. You started this. Yes. Uh... Then we get uh, Brandon Cutler versus Maxwell Jacob Freeman, aka MJF. As MJF, I like him so much. Exactly. I like him. <laughs> Great heel comes out on the microphone, uh-huh. runs down the whole AEW crowd, and runs down the, the Dungeon of Dragons community. So you know they mad. <laughs> so uh, this match wasn't really too much noteworthy here, as Brandon Cutler tries to do something for the top rope but loses his balance like legit. And then the referee checks on him. He goes over to uh, to MJF. He clocks him with a forearm. And then uh, and, and after the, after that, he wins with uh, his submission called Salt of the Earth. I don't know why I love that name. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect because he's a heel, and that's like an all-time tone, uh, all-time tone. Wow, an old-school way of pretty much saying. Just a real jack. It's real jack-a. Just like... <laughs> for him to have that as a name is finished, you just like, that just fits you. Because I don't like you. <laughs> uh-huh. 
They had a segment on the stage with Tony Schiavone between SCU and the Lucha Brothers, which was kind of uh, a little bit of a backstage segment, get, get gearing up, preparing them for the tag team tournament, which was to start next week on Wednesday. So uh, they turned out to a little brawl. Then we get the match that we were supposed to get at All Out, but we didn't get it, and that's Hangman Adam Page taking on Pac. It's Pac, everybody, not Pac. That was that was a match. That they're like that match had a pay per view caliber on it. It did, it it did, <laughs> but it's something about. But when I watched the match, I was like, "This is why you're not the the, the uh, AEW champion, Hangman." You ain't there yet. <laughs> and I was watching, I was like, this is why he's not the champion. And I, I can see him going through all these losses because uh, uh, Pac hits a red arrow into the Rings of Saturn finisher combo, which I like oh. so much better than just doing the red arrow. Mm-hmm. Makes a, a Adam Page tap out. But yeah, I, I'm just saying, like when Jericho won it from, I was like, I, I can see why. He, he, he won a championship leading more so down. Eventually, whenever they have their WrestleMania show, whatever that is going to be, then yes, I, I absolutely, I can see uh, Adam Page win it there. But right now, he, he needs some time to develop. But I so like that story <coughs> building, building with him. The fact that I was like, oh, let me start you into the light. Okay, you're not ready. Now work back to it. Because remember, in AEW, wins and losses matter. They do. They do matter. Which we get for something that matters. Nyla Rose versus Rio for the AEW Women's Championship. The first transgender woman in wrestling, I believe, in Nyla Rose. So, uh, the match was more of the David and Goliath kind of matchup. And it was alright for the start. There was a stupid spot where Nyla Rose gets all these chairs and puts them out uh, out on the floor, even though it's not a no disqualification matchup. And... She puts Rio on there, goes to the apron, and does a somersault off the apron into the pile of chairs. I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> Especially when you're in a championship matchup and you could fear get some disqualified. That's a completely dumb, asinine act to do. So, uh, Rio, once again, is trying in the back of the, another thing. Rio tries to give Nyla Rose a shoulder back toss. And I'm like, that's like why y'all doing all this stupid shit. I understand y'all on the premiere, but come on, that this is just not feasible mm-hmm. <coughs> at all. There was a, a roll up that uh, Rio does to the point where I was just like, "Oh my god, she won a championship!" But uh, it wasn't enough as Nyla Rose just kicks out at two and a half. That was a very uh, near fall. Uh, Nyla Rose does the fireman's carry to uh, the Death Valley Driver. That's still not enough. But uh, Rio hits a running knee and hits one on the back of the head. And I don't know how, but Rio, that 22-year-old 96-pound woman, is your new AEW World Champion. Uh, now, let me Women's tell you championship. This, on paper, on paper, going into this, I was like, well, it's going to be nice to see how Nyla Rose wins this. That's exactly what I said. That is not what happened. <laughs> not at all. And I, I thought with her being transgender, they were going to take this to a new a new height and make her the women's champion. Yep. And they did it. So it's, so it's interesting to see where they, where they want to go next with this, man. 
<laughs> like they could go a lot of places from where it's at right now. I, I so mean, it, well, at the end of that, this might be a better setup for them. Uh, I, baby. I mean, Rio's cool and all, but I haven't heard her speak. Uh, because uh, Michael uh Nakazawa comes into the ring and tries to uh, you know, hype up Rio, and then Nala Rose gets mad, attacks him. Tries to powerbomb him, lands him on his head at first, and has to reset, do it again, but then has to sit that powerbomb again. And I'm like, please don't hurt this. Don't don't fuck up your whole career already if you just got here. So, little, little green. Little green. Yeah, little green. Uh, main event time as we got uh, a six-man tag. The Elite is taking on Chris Jericho and Santana and Ortiz. From the formerly known LAX, formerly known as the Bodequas, but now they're just Santana on Ortiz. So, exactly. So, the six-man attack was uh, was actually pretty good until uh, after they clear house. Kenny Omega's in there by himself, and then out of the crowd, with the, pointing the gun at his head, is John Moxley, who made his return from his staff affection and starts attacking. Kenny Omega, they go through the crowd. They go through this up to this like this VIP room, and now Moxley does instead of the, the dirty deeds like Ambrose do, he does it like a spiky. He picks them up and spikes their head on to the, the ground. So this is glass table, and he picks up Kenny Omega in this move and spikes his head through this glass table. When they have this match, man. <laughs> when they have this match <laughs> and I was just like that sucked for both of them because they both broke through the glass table Kenny's head got spiked down right on the table and I was uh, like that, that this is just not good so you go to the back uh, back to the ring Nick Jackson's trying to do everything he could to uh, <laughs> uh, flying around bump his ass off to keep up for his team but it's not enough because uh after uh, Matt Jackson gets in, Cody hits the uh, not Cody. Uh, Jericho hits the uh, cold breaker on Matt Jackson and for the win. But then Cody comes out and starts fighting off uh, Jericho because he attacked him earlier. But then uh, Sammy Guevara comes out and then wait, you ain't gonna hit him, my brother. Then here comes Go. Well, I can't call him Goldust. Here comes Dustin Rhodes. Comes out and now they start attacking. But then it's not done yet because you have. Jack Swagger? I don't know his name uh, now, what they call it, Swagger, but... uh, You know what's funny? I heard it. Uh, In my head, I was like, wow, it's Jack Swagger. But I heard him say it. It's Jack Swagger. That's not what they said, but that's what I heard. (laughs) Exactly. So he's attacking all of them, takes everybody down, Gives Cody a, a what they call it a swagger bomb. Excuse me, it's a Vader bomb. Gives him about uh, gives him a Vader bomb. Takes all them out as he stares down, and then Jericho with uh, Santana and Ortiz and Sammy Guevara. They're all standing in the ring with Jack Swagger as like this new faction, and that's how AEW ends their show. Daughter was a pretty strong debut. I mean, I still can't look at Jack Swagger as a threat at all. So. I mean, okay, I guess, and, but they pulled in 1.4 million views. See, the only problem I had with that was, and I, 
I'm not saying the finish was a problem. It's a problem I had with it. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was a convoluted finish, man. <laughs> it was. It was. A, it was a lot going on. So, but the, the thing is now. On paper, in, in views, AEW took the win the first week because they, oh, they're the first show, so they got 1.4 million, where NXT got about 900,000. However, though, who won for you, NXT or AEW this first week? For me, I purposely preferred NXT better. Like I said, um, I thought NXT had a stronger women's match. Um, I preferred NXT's finishes to over AEW. But at the same time, um, it's not like AEW had a bad opening match. NXT did come out with the big guns with such a bigger, stronger NXT match. So, at the end of the day, AEW was not bad. NXT was better, but AEW was not bad. Yes, I, I, I would agree. I'm giving, if for me, NXT gets the win for the opening one when it comes to better match quality. Uh, all the cha- their championship matches were good. Had me on the edge of my seat for all of them. AEW was stuff good, but there, there, there was come to me a couple forgettable things like the MGF uh, matchup. I mean, it was just there to kind of put them over. Uh, the, 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 the whole women's match was all right, but Nyla Rose was doing a lot of dumb shit in my opinion that did not need to be done. And uh, yeah, so so it, there there was that. But I'm very excited for AEW next week. So guys, that was episode one of. Who uh, won for the week in the Wednesday Night War? Stay tuned next week for week two of AEW versus NXT. As we move on from here, make sure you continue to listen to the podcast or subscribe if you listen to us on YouTube because uh, I enjoy being a wrestling fan back at these times. And And we'll see you next week. Now we're here. Now next time, hopefully... For all these segments on the podcast, I can have, you know, my team with me so I don't have to keep, you know, uh, adding in different sections to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? We're here now because we know what y'all are here for. Y'all here for season four of the Fantasy Draft. And yeah, yeah. So, as we see, look, every day, everybody's doing the big. Raw, Spanner got new stages. Raw got the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 6 uh, stage going on. And then we walking right out of Iron Man's chest and SmackDown. It stinks is going good. Oh, yeah. <coughs> then we, we got Pyro and everything. And then now, this Friday on SmackDown is the, the part one of the draft. And I'm like, why wait? Why not us go in blind? Because taking th- people to different shows can really, you know... Depend on what your pick is going to go. So I'm just thinking, why don't we just go balls to the wall and we just straight go out and just do it blindly? And I'm like, that would be actually more fun. So we're going to bring back season four of the fantasy draft. So it's only four of us. And here, going over some of the rules real quick. This time, you are responsible for your points because it's not fair to me. And Q-Flow, who do points. And that's why Season 3 didn't get done. Because going back and calculating seven people is hard. Now, I got two kids here and everything. The only person that kept up with their points was Q-Flow. So, you know what? I'm like, that's this, right. this time, y'all are going to be... If y'all can play fantasy football, keep up with your points on fantasy football, <laughs> y'all keep up with your points on fantasy wrestling. So... Yeah. Now with, yeah so, with that being said... 
Y'all are in charge of your own points. So when we get to the finale, which is the Royal Rumble in January, when I when it's time to calculate the points, and I'm like, well, how many points did you have? And they're like, well, you know what? I, I, I stopped counting after Survivor Series. <laughs> well, I stopped counting if he was going to win that. That's how it's going to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be here stressing myself. You know, and then nobody should need to stress anybody else. So that's what we're going to end up doing. And as anything, the rule states the same. We're going to draw to see who gets the first pick and to the fourth pick, and we're going to snake it. First one through four, then four through one. Going back and forth. Factions count. We're not going to pick now. Obviously, if you want to pick, it's better to pick factions than pick individual people. But it can't be over four. Okay. We're not, because... That, that stuff right there is just beyond, like, okay, that's just drawing. It's not going to be over four. So so we can't break up factions then? I mean, if you, want, if you want to break up a faction, it has to be something on the level of the Imperium or, like, Undisputed Era. Such as if you just want Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, you can just get them as a tag we team. And then okay. get Roderick Strong as a singles and Adam Cole. But it's intending with, like, Imperium, if you want to do it that way. But... If it's if it's something like you know, like there there's no picking one Uso. Uh huh. Right. There is no picking one Uso. Like what are y'all doing? There there is no picking one member of New Day. They don't want the Uso that be getting the DUIs. That's all that is. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's true. Cause he's gonna be out. Exactly. <laughs> so that that that's what I mean. But if you want to pick the whole undisputed era, you can do that. And we're not picking people that was a faction at one point, and there's like we're not saying give me the Wyatt family because all four members are active right now. No. <laughs> we're not doing technically, that. Technically, the all five or six. Technically, you. You said, yeah. Well, you, you, you get you get what I'm saying. So, uh, those are those are the rules right there. Uh, once again, wins are pinfall and submission. They count as ten points. Losses, pinfall, submission is minus ten points. Uh, disqualifications or countouts are five points for wins. Disqualifications and countouts are minus five points for losses. Pay-per-views are still 25 points per win and 25 points per loss. Pin or submission. 10 points for countout or uh, 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 DQ. DQ, yeah, sorry. Because, you know, I, I'm trying to Get rid of that name as I thought about it because there's been a lot of DQs lately. Uh-huh. Uh, it is 10 points for pay-per-views. And when a title changes hands, that's a bonus 10 points on pay-per-views. Bonus 10 points on the regular show. So there's a bonus 10 points for uh, title changes if you gain a title or if you lose a title. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live, all that is legal. You don't have to pick somebody from those places if you feel as though you're not going to watch that show. So if you know you're not going to watch 205 Live or you're not going to watch NXT UK, then leave Mark Andrews out of this. Alright. So, (coughs) is there any other questions? I think I'm good. I'm good. Okay, uh, 
we not doing the whole camping. This is another one thing. So what I mean by camping okay. is don't be out here picking Undertaker Triple H because you know they're not going to fight. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. All right. Don't pick them. Well, well, Crown Jewel is coming up, so Undertaker. This is his season. Yeah, I'm just saying that. So if you if you know they got a fight coming up and they're gonna do it that way, that's fine. But we're not gonna sit here. And there has to be a rule of you got at least fight once in this fantasy season, or that player gets disqualified. Okay. Okay. Because we've we, we had people right. in the past that can't be like, well, I ain't losing no points in games. I'm just having them. No, we're not doing that. Yeah, we that, that has happened quite a bit, so. Okay. <laughs> I think I did that. I ain't going to hold you. Yes, sir. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all at one point did it. So I got the names in the hat. My wife is looking names at me, shaking up the hat right now. And without, for, I want to have. I you trying to make the, the noise. It's a, it's a cloth hat. It's I'm a, not going <laughs> to. They're look, not going to hear it. it I'm just showing it for proof. You, you are going to pick. The name out of it, but who's gonna be number one? Right, we should have had Sage do it. We were biased. And open it up. It's me. Well, Lady Sketch gets the first pick. I promise you that was not done purposely. Who gets the next one. pick? I'll just, I'll just up a little bit. The second pick is. Oh, I can't open the paper. Cute. Q-Float yeah. is number two. Okay. All right. Prime is three. Damn. I'm sorry, dear. I just picked uh, up the paper. And A and E is four. And my lovely husband is four. Okay. All right. All right. I'm putting all the names down now. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Kind of wanted to go last or first, but it's cool. Because you it, get that double pick. This is yeah, actually. That's always pretty fun. You get the double picks. Yeah, but this is actually my first time. Actually, being uh, you get to be the snake. Yeah, be the no, be be last. Period. I was first before, so I got the snake before. Okay. But uh, my first time actually being like last. So. Right. Here you go. I'm just, I'm just writing all the names down, so we don't have no. <sighs> all right. This should be this, this should be interesting, honestly. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go. Let's go. We are now officially starting season four of the fantasy draft. Lady Sketch, you have the number the one. Thing. Right, okay. <laughs> Don't even start. You do. All right. I All mean, right. Okay. I mean, I, I sure oh. as hope you know he finishes his matches. I hope so. From too. here on now. I hope so too. But I'm gonna take him for now. All right. So. We got the fiend Bray Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. Q Flow. The Beast. Brock. Brock good luck with, all right, good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, he is the champion right he's now. The champion. Not, that doesn't mean he's gonna be a fighting champion, but he is champion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, prime time. You have with number three. Uh, so my I'm gonna pick Finn Balor. Okay. He, he is oh, back yeah. in NXT. He is back. Finn Balor's back in NXT. Oh, I didn't write him down. All right. Damn. So now we come to my... So everybody picked my people. Sorry. But it's all good, though. It's all good, though. You have Finn Balor, too? Huh? You have Finn Balor, too? I feel like like Mr. A&E about to pick one of my picks. Probably is. Because... If you don't, I am. I I got to start off strong, and my first pick before I go to the state is going to be Walter. You son of a bitch. All right, all right okay. cool. 
Cool. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Well, so, that was my next round. I know I should have picked them first. Okay. <laughs> so, ahead, uh, Walter, who is the current UK champion. So, I picked, picked up picked up Walter. Them in them chops, man. Uh, going in next. Going in the. I'm trying to see who's going who's gonna go in and make some make some noise. Who's your snake? Who's my snake? You know what? I, I should. Oh, I should. No, I should go. I should go with a woman. I really should. And I think. Oh, don't do it. No. <laughs> Give me Becky Lynch. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Ooh, even though she posted it. No, Becky is good. I am going to put Undisputed Vera. Oh. See, I ooh. didn't want them. I didn't Thank want God. them because I'm saying. Thank God. They, they, they too high and they going to be there for too long. Well, I take okay. And they done been there for like a whole year already. Let's go. It's my turn. Yeah. Let's go. Viking Raiders. Oh, that was okay. That's a good pick. You should have said it. You should have said it. You should have said it. That was gonna be my next team. All right. I got two out of my three first uh, picks. Let's go. Okay. Lady sketch. Our truth. <laughs> All right. I'm getting my 24 title wins. Uh, I'm sorry, my 18, uh, seven, 365 European well, if, TV title. So if you win the title and lose it in the same night, like five times, does you only get like 10 points and all? Because you. <laughs> No, right. bro. Every time it change hands, I, that's a lot of math. It's a lot of math. All right. Hope, <laughs> hope you're ready to do it. Uh, what's your next pick? We snaking it. Ricochet. Ricochet. Okay. Hey, I need to write him down. All right. Uh, <laughs> Q flow. AJ Styles. Whoop. All right. Wow, that kind of actually messed up one of my things. Um, I'm gonna pick. Chompa, I'm going to pick Chompa. Chompa did return. He is back. All right, I'm going to pick AOP. What? Okay. Ooh. Yeah, they come back real strong. And uh, next, I'm going to go with, because I have faith enough for some reason, <laughs> the Kabuki Warriors. Okay. You okay. said okay now. Remember... We going in blind, uh, but they they looking kind of strong here. But back to you, Prime. Okay. Um. Dang. I don't want to pick them because I don't I don't know how you gonna do. You know what? Everybody hate them, but I'm gonna pick them anyway. Nah, you know I ain't gonna go to Stay Bryant. DB. Okay. I thought you about to. I thought you about to say King Corbin. I was about uh, well, to say the same thing. Yeah. You say everybody hate them. That's why I no, I was going to pick uh, yeah, sure. All right. Q-Flow. Come on, Q. It's my turn? Yeah. yeah. I was the black. Damn. All right. I'm sorry. I'm pissed. <laughs> that was my next If you can find him, you know. He, he, he came back tonight. He came back tonight. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Bollywood. Uh, what you got, Lady Sketches? You be snaking it. Shit. Um, all right. Who do I want? That's with? not an active wrestler. Shut up. Okay. Charlotte. <laughs> Shot all the queen. Okay. Took my queen, but it's okay. All right. I thought I was gonna be able to pick Charlotte next. Keith Lee. Ke- Basket okay. Glory. Ah, mm, that's a good pick. It is all a good right. pick. I'm out here this year. Okay. Can we back at you? Matt Riddle. All Man, right. Will I ever get Matt Riddle? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. 
the Goldberg hater. Uh, Prime. Uh, I am going to get. Don't do it to me. I'm gonna get a woman. So God. I'm gonna get Shayna Baszler. Damn it! I no, knew it. God, like a <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no. I said, don't do it. It's actually on my screen right now. I said, don't do it, but he did it anyway. It's all good. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cruiserweight Champion, Drew Gulak. Okay. Okay. Gobble Gulak. Uh huh. Damn it. Don't throw you all the way off like Pants. It do throw me all the way off. crazy. Nobody's picking my pants. Don't jinx it. It's good though, cause I, I, I honestly, I, I don't know where, I don't know where they're gonna go. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, you know, ooh, should I be that guy? I'm scared now. Be that guy? How and why? I don't. I sh- I'm thinking Do about shit. Should I Do be it. that guy? Do it. You know what? In a weird way, give me Lashley. Uh, okay. The yeah. white stealing. I just well, never want to see that again. As long as I don't have to see him and Lana do no more PDA, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Um, I am going to pick Dexter Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick. You know what? I ain't gonna be me in the queue. I'm picking Revival. Okay. Oh. Revival's pretty cool. Okay, Revival. Q. Eo Shira. Uh, okay. You know, why wasn't I even thinking of her? I really wasn't even thinking I of her. I was. Okay, all right. Yeah. 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 I was, okay, you know what? I slipped, I slipped up on that one. I slipped up on that one. I ain't gonna lie to you on that one. Uh, Lady Sketch? Ali. Oh, okay. Right. Ali. Dark matches count, right? You count? <laughs> no dark matches don't count. Really? Oh man, I might just wait. You ain't gonna be looking at no damn look up no damn dark matches. I look up the results. I don't mean I gotta look at them. Uh, Cause that's the only way we get to see him. Um, all right, fine. I I keep it for Me and him. All right. And it's the HPIC. Okay. Q flow. Sasha Banks. The boss. All right. The boss. It's boss time. Oh my god. Oh god, god. no. Michael Cole would be so fucking hype one. Uh, Prime. Stop it, dog. Um. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I don't wanna. Yeah, you do. I really don't. You know what? I'm gonna go with Damien Priest. Okay, you know what? I was thinking of him. I was like, what? You know what? Yeah, but why not? You know, you can get, get an old school punch of Martinez. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with uh, Rowan and Harper. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, Rowan and Harper. And then I'm going to snake it around and get... Uh, let me get my girl Dakota Kai. Ooh, I was... Oh, you suck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing that you suck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> time, you up? Nobody's picked him yet, so I might as well I'm get Johnny Gargano. Cool. No, Q not picking him. Q, cool. I know that. 
All right. turn? Yeah, but yeah. You, it's up to you, Doc. You. All right. You would get Isaiah Swerve, Scott? Yo, he definitely popped hey, up. Hey, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. This is a, the Swerve, man, uh, he actually pretty, he ain't that bad. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to try to get a little contest going on with Mr. A&E. I'm going to get Rusev. Ah! <laughs> okay. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, Rusev and his porn stash. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's what's happening. Uh, Lay Sketch. All right, I'm gonna pick Cedric Alexander. All right. Okay. And then for my snake back around, we'll pick Chad Gable. Chad, you know that's not bad. That's a nice that, pick. That's, that, who? What's his name? Chad Gable. Ah, uh, you right? Yeah. Okay. He ain't shorty. For now, for now it is. For now it is. I, I'm, I'm keeping the faith. Uh, we we back to you, Q. The big dog. Roman. <laughs> wow, we get Roman late. Isn't that something? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, probably nobody picked you. him yet. Nobody picked him yet. So. I know, know he's going to say it. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Nobody said it. Okay, you know what? Because I'm pretty sure this team is going to win at Crown Jewel. I'm going to get Seth Rollins. <sighs> Holy That's crap. Right. The Universal Champion? At this late? Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> At the last night, I ain't even kidding. Okay. All right. Uh, let me go uh, switch it up now. See, because I want to go old school, but I don't. You know what? Damn that. Uh, nobody. Do I pick it yet? Let me go Rhea Ripley. Oh, I was about to. Okay. Let me go Rhea Ripley. All right. Snake it around. <clears throat> and then the snake it back. I'm thinking. Dexter Loomis. No, <laughs> no. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Street Profits. Okay. Well. Now, Price, I'll eat you up. I'm going to pick. Go. <laughs> Well, I might as well. I'm going to pick. How many more picks we got left? Let's see. I'll pick first. One. We got one, two, one three, left. four, five, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's, it's, the last, it's the last pick that we could probably go an extra five depending on to see how we uh, how we're looking. Oh, we got to go extra five. Cause, uh, all right. I'm going to pick uh, Cameron Grimes. Who? Cameron. He's on NXT. Just, just Okay. Ke- Kevin or Kevin? Cameron. Oh, Cameron. Yes. Oh, okay, with a C. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. As I'm trying to find the uh the name. Oh, I see who he is. Oh, okay. That 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 bro? Oh about a curse. Yeah, he been winning, so You right, I can't get mad at that. Q flow. Now I ain't see this brother lose yet. So I might as well go ahead and pick him. Shinsuke Nakamura. No, it's coming soon. No, but it's not, though. <laughs> How they be treating... They treat him like he, uh... Garbage. Like what? <laughs> like what? Because he's winning. Yes. So uh, what are they really treating him like? Lay huh? sketch. Okay. I'm kind of torn for my last one. 
I guess I will go with. There's people still free. I'm surprised. There's a lot of people still exactly. free. Exactly. Oh no, I've been. I I have a bunch of people on my list still, but I didn't know if this was gonna be our last pick for real or not. So I'm like, who I really want? I I think we can extend an extra fifteen. Okay. You mean fifteen? Uh, I'm two fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna go with Andrade. Andrade. Okay. Nobody picking Dominic. <laughs> No, I'm waiting for him to get his ne- <laughs> neck up off the man. He come back from black acting school. <laughs> black acting school. Yeah, bro, he need. We need help. All right, so we're taking it around to go to the next round to get the next five. Okay. Um, Pete Dunn. All right. Mm, that's a wonder song. Mm. Q Flow. Uh, me, Buddy Murphy. Uh, okay. Damn it. He's gonna be in the pre-show with Ali. Damn, fuck that. I, I had Buddy on my list. <laughs> like this round. Okay, okay. Don't got him no more though. Uh I will take Hey. Uh, uh Dang, this list is kinda Leo Rush. I hope you don't he back? I hope, yeah, he came back at NXT. NXT. Hey, let's go. Please don't beat me for my championship. I'll be mad. <laughs> uh. See, I don't want to start watching UK, but I know people like Joe Coffee and all of them, like, I need them. But Yo, They don't be winning, so you good with that. You don't got to pick them. It's a bad... It's a, see, I don't... They, they, they just lost. I don't even want to even want to pick him. Uh. Hmm. There's a. Wait, wait. Oh, no, no. There's a. Huh? I was about to say, there's a tag team who I'm shocked ain't get picked up yet. There's, 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 a, there's a couple teams that ain't get picked up yet. Neither. I'm just it's like, two. It's three that I'm looking at that didn't get picked yet. And it's just like, how? But Okay. That's, that's a good question. I don't think I'm going to be the people, though, but I am going to pick my team of Rudolph. Now, see, that was one of them. <laughs> because I'm the only one to give Dolph love. So, Dolph you really come. Are. You know anybody want Mojo? No, nobody want no damn Mojo. <laughs> uh, and to keep it going, let me. Oh, wait. See, I got so they got we got women teams in here too that I really mm. should focus on too that I, I wasn't even thinking about. Hmm. But are they getting time though? Oh man, G- uh, give me Velveteen Dream. Damn. Okay. He's still here. Yeah. Okay. No, I thought he was. I thought he was hurt or something. I ain't seen him on TV or nothing. Oh, he got a forgotten son. <laughs> All right. Um. What pick are we on? Like three or a third from this round? Yeah. We on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick. Ain't no other teams I can think of. Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner on the Imperial. Just the other two, the team. Actually. Okay. Pick. Okay. Okay. I'm about to say because I I got Walter, so you can't. I'm about to say so he, that's the list of leader of Imperium. But so you you want the one with, with the, was it Wolf and who? I'm on Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. Oh, okay. Because I'm about to say, Wolf's not part of that team, right? Yeah, 
I mean, he is, but he's not part of the tag team. Yeah, no, he's not on the tag team. All right. Imperium. All right. Q-Flow? Huh. This one get ugly. Oh, I got... Let me let me check my list real quick. When the hell they sign Piper Niven? You said what? When the hell they sign Piper Niven? Yeah, she's on NST UK. Oh, wow. We may get her in the game now. All right. Here at your comfort zone. I'm shocked. I thought you would pick <laughs> Caleb Braxton over her. <laughs> I would if I could. Uh huh. All right, ladies, get you back. Can we get Rambling Rabbit? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he get killed every week. So, oh yeah, facts. Never mind. Um. Hmm. I was thinking about it, and I think I just. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Hold the heck up. Yeah, all right. I know who I'm getting. At. I just forgot oh. about him too. <laughs> unless, unless Lady Sketch get her. Um. Shoot. I'm sorry, y'all. I just had it and I lost it because I didn't write down my my next five picks. It's quite all right. You know what? I'm going to take Tony Storm. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Tony! Stick it around. Stick it around. Stick it around. Kevin Owens. Oh, you... Oh, snap. I forgot about KO. I, I just wow. forgot about KO. I just forgot about it. I, for, okay. I forgot about KO, too. I ain't gonna lie to you. My man just got his job. That's cool, because right. that's not who I was talking about. Can I go? Yes, you can. The Miz. Woo. You still wrestle? That's... That, these segments don't count. <laughs> yeah. I go like that. That's that's quite all right. Struggle pick right there. Uh, Prime. Um. Hey, I was just about to write down to. Okay. Uh, oh God. I'm going to go with. Should I get Dominic Touchdown? So I already know they're gonna lose, but I get them anyway just because. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. <laughs> Okay, Bliss across the cross Bliss or whatever the fuck they call themselves. The crazy people, they call it. I don't know. All right, uh, give me Bailey. Okay. Because hey. somebody shows some signs of going full heel with a new draft and a new show coming up. I'm confident. And, wait, did nobody got him yet? Okay. Uh, nope. Nah. If you talking about who I think you is. Nope. Knocked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to go. Cause I got to think who Paul Heyman going to like. Cause I was I was thinking about who you just said, Prime. But it all depends. If if he's still in the rivalry, then I, I'm not going to win that. Uh, I like this kid. I like this Dominic? kid. No. 
No, but the, uh, I don't know if I want to pick. There's two kids I'm looking at that's young that I kind of want to pick, but I don't know if they're going to be on, on there enough. Well, you only got one. Uh, is it, uh, I know, you talking about uh, Humberto? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking about Humberto or Jordan. See, Me personally, I'd rather pick Mavs only because NXT is still there. I don't know about, I don't know how far two or five live they gonna still be there or not. So, well, it, it, it's gonna fuse all that stuff together anyway. So, and pe- people I come back from injury and stuff. So, uh, he about to get he about to get trashed by Brock. You mean nobody wants Shelton Benjamin? Come on, you guys. I kind of do, but you know, <laughs> not. if he was on TV, at least a little more, like at least one time a week, at least. You know, There's one person I wish was on TV, and he's not. So I can't get him because that's camping technically. Mm-hmm. We go, you know what? Give me uh, Humberto Colio. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, that leads you to see what we'll put me on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, two more picks, Prime. Alright. Uh, I will pick... I really don't want to pick it. Oh, shoot. I, I thought I heard Alright, fine. Because after this little feud, I'm pretty sure he's going to get on the winning street, Braun Strowman. I was wondering, like, is anybody going to big Braun? He's going to get his ass knocked out. He's going to get knocked out. Like and right, after that, yeah. we get to the world. After, after that, yeah. We got to... Yeah. Uh, Q Flow. Ah, I'm looking at them, but I can't pick them because they're not here. Who? Y'all <laughs> know, know who. I know who. Why you they, they, might, they might show up. You don't ever know. They said they was coming back. When? The one only. We got till, we got till January. They can come back before then. The he only, said no camping, though. The only, ones that, only one that said they for sure not coming back right now is Naomi. So, you good. Well, she ain't coming back right. soon, right? No, no time soon. Okay, yeah. Alright. So hold on. So So I, I mean, so okay, so when you so when you say no camping, you mean like Undertaker and Hogan and them, right? Yes. Well all right. <laughs> but He means the Undertaker. So but you mean like yeah. So mm-hmm. like I can get somebody who's just injured at the moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. If that's yeah. the case, give me McIntyre. Yeah, I think I, think, okay. I, I think, look at that. Look at that, Drew. Damn, he is. All right, ladies, sketch the final two picks for you. Okay, well, 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 well. Having a hard time with this last pick because I don't want to pick just anybody. Um. Yeah, you got final two. I know. I, I got one pick in mind, but I don't want to pick just any old body for the last one is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I don't want to cancel myself out either because I feel like people don't be paying attention. And you pick two people who are in a robbery and you don't get no points. Um, give me Kushida. Okay. I was surprised you picked Kushida. Okay. Okay. And then give me... Nobody getting King Corbin? I was thinking, I honestly was thinking about it, but listen I hate Corbin now, so bad. Listen here now, Applebee's manager. He's not. He's King Corbin. Yeah, he been on a winning streak while you play here. 
right. Except for last night. Mm, I already know who my last pick is, so, you know, I do it by... I always pick one of my favorite wrestlers, even though I know they're not going to give me no points as the last pick. I'm kind of upset because I want to pick... Like in the OC? I thought... No. No, peep this. I thought you was getting the OCQ when you picked AJ. I was like, wait a minute. Is you not getting the OC? Nope. 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 Cause I thought Lacey was supposed to say what I thought she was gonna say, and I was like, no, she she didn't. So we good. All right, last pick, last pick. This is the fourth season of the trap. Hmm. Last pick. Let me see. I'm looking at a couple Samoans. I don't know. I see a viper still on the loose. I don't know. I see a viper really, bro. Oh. Hmm. Exposing all, all the secrets right now. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know what? Just because I think I think they they never they they really didn't steer me wrong the last few. So give me my boys, man. Give me the Usos. Get the Usos. Okay. Oh, look at all that. Right. Look at that loyalty. I gotta stick with my guys, man. Prime. Uh, I know he was injured. Do it, Prime. Do it, Prime. <laughs> Dude, I, ain't, I ain't gonna do it. Oh, you know what? he's injured, and when he come back, he should be a he should be diamond. I'm gonna pick some more job. All right, that's. A, oh, uh, I finish out with Orton. You have one job. You have one job. Nah, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> and I finish it out with Orton, Captain <laughs> Team Flair, <laughs> my fourth favorite wrestler of all time. Cause at first I thought she said Randy. I was about to say don't, don't even dare. Then she said Ray. I was like, okay, cool. I'm cool with that. Cause Ray gonna get literally eaten by Brock, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, I understand. So he has uh, week to week that he wins sometimes. You know. So let's go over the list real quick. Lady Sketch's list. <clears throat> she has The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. R Truth, Ricochet, Charlotte Flair, Keith Lee, Ali, Mia Yim, Cedric Alexander, Chad Gable, Andrade. Pete Dunn, Tony Storm, Kevin Owens, Kushida, and Rey Mysterio. Q-Flow has Brock Lesnar, The War Raiders, AJ Styles, Alistair Black, Matt Riddle, Io Shirai, Sasha Banks, Rusev, Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura, Buddy Murphy, Candice LeRae, The Miz, Drew McIntyre and the Usos. Primetime has Finn Balor, Undisputed Era, Ciampa, Daniel Bryan, Shayna Baszler, The Revival, Damian Priest, Johnny Gargano, Seth Rollins. Uh, who's the boy Grimes again? Cameron Grimes. Kevin Grimes. Cameron. Cameron Grimes. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Leo Rush. Imperium, the, uh, the tag team version of that. Uh, Bliss and Nikki Cross. 
Braun Strowman. I'm sorry. No, cause I forgot. I forgot. I, I, I didn't put him down as. Uh, I just put him like like BS. Okay. <laughs> and I'm saying like, what, what happened? Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman and Samoa and Samoa Joe. And I have got Walter, Becky Lynch, AOP, the Kabuki Warriors, Drew Gulak, Bobby Lashley, uh, Eric, uh, Harper and Rowan, Dakota Kai, Rhea Ripley. Damn, I got something abbreviated. I got something abbreviated. I don't know about myself all. Uh, who is SP? Who do I got for SP? Oh, baby. Let me see. It's, 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 it's SP. It's on SP. SP. I'm trying to go. Street Profit. Who is who? Jesus Christ. I'm so, look. I, you know, I'm putting I'm, I'm put it right there. Please write the whole name. Cause I'll be putting it down there by the day because it's the same space. I'll be forgetting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Rudolph, a.k.a. Rude and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, we probably gonna lose the tiles next week. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Velveteen Dream, Bailey, Humberto Colion, and Randy Orton. Who is Humberto Colion? Humberto Carrillo. Carrillo. There you go. <laughs> I was like, who is that? <laughs> Humberto Carrillo. So those are our list of fifteen picks. Now it's going to be interesting because with this draft coming up. People are going to go to Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and you don't know who's going to be. That's why I wanted to do it now, because it's going to it's going to really bring for some kind of things. Because right now, it looks like Finn Balor and Adam Cole may be going at it, and Chopper, which he has all three of them. But you never know with this draft coming up, and you never know for who's from NXT is going to go to the main roster. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually curious to see how this thing's going to go out. Once again, we are allowed to make dra- uh, trades. Uh, okay. And we are also allowed to drop people and pick up people as well. But we're not doing it on pay-per-views. Okay. So I don't have a necessary deadline of when, you know, to, to stop dropping the trading. But if it's a pay-per-view coming up, you can't drop that Sunday. So, so for example, if we seen The Fiend versus Seth Rollins in Hell in a Cell, you can't come to me on Sunday saying, I dropped Seth Rollins. <laughs> deal with it. You're going to have to deal with it. Trades are all open up until the Royal Rumble. And the Royal Rumble, <clears throat> the Royal Rumble stands like it did when we did Season 2. Whoever wins the Royal Rumble, automatically 50 points. And I remember there was one year, I think, I forgot what season it was. Well, I think, I, was it J.D. Moxie that won the Money in the Bank World Rumble, something like that? Or, no, no it was Quattro? It was Quattro. He won He won the Money in the Bank and then the title in the same night. In the same night. Bliss. That's 100 points. With Every time you get Alexa Bliss, you win. Yeah. It, until we stop playing. Because that was when I had Ronda and uh, Nia Jax, and then they set up that match. Yeah. And then I lost with both of Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, that is the power of fantasy. Now, once again, if anybody wants to drop, we got, you know, we, we got to communicate to let people know who dropped because we still got uh, quality people out there. There is Killian Dane is still out there. The New Day is still out there. Yes. You know, there's... Uh, Just stop right there. The New Day is out there. Yes. The new day is out there. The OC is still out there, believe it or not. Uh, you believe it. 
The Coffee Brothers are still out there. Okay. Uh, nobody cares about the Forgotten Sons, obviously. But Dominic cool. Dajakovic, that's what I was thinking of. I was actually thinking about picking the team of Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Mm, okay. Only because I, I like his Beatles look. Only be, only reason why. The Fashion okay. Police is still out there. I forgot Fandango came back. Amber Moon is still out there. I had her on my list, but yeah. I haven't seen her. And the last couple times I've seen her, there's stupid things happening, like switching yeah. and things. And since Paul Hayes was in charge of all EC3 still out there, he may get us start getting a bump. Hey, at least we saw him this week. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Danny Birch, Oni Lorkin team. They they out there killing it. They still out there. Oni Lorkin be on Twitter lighting it up. I crack up. <laughs> Cesaro still out there. Carmella still out there. Uh, and th- there are still some quality people that still left out there on the roster that we didn't get yet. Uh, I'm not saying B team. No, Bianca Belair still out there. Had her on my list, but I can't get her because then she feud with me again. No, that feud is over. No, nobody. Okay, well I ain't seen her, so I ain't pick her. Now to be fair, you ain't watching NXT neither. True, but I do read the results. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so like I said, so if people want to go out there and drop people. There are still some quality people that is out there left. So even like I said, even with uh. Kaylee Ray. I was thinking about, you know, picking her up. That was, too, because she, she got the title never lose. Exactly. So, she, I, was, I was like, why didn't I just have faith and try to pick, pick her up? But I didn't. So, uh, there you have it. She would have been my last pick if I had known that. Who? Kaylee Ray? No, Bianca Belair. Oh. I was going to pick her last, but I was like, I haven't seen her. No, it's, I mean, it's all good. So, uh. All right, that was the draft, everybody. So once again, we will, I will, uh, each week, I will update what my results are. And I hope everybody will participate and let people know what their results are uh, the weeks as we try to keep this up to date. But it's, it's going to Royal Rumble, so we got Crown Jewel coming up on Halloween, oh, which why not call it Halloween Havoc? They don't celebrate Halloween. No. They don't. Damn going over there. You got the rights to WCW Halloween Havoc. If you want to have a house show that bad, you could do Halloween Havoc. I should have picked Ric Flair. No, you shouldn't. I know he going to try to wrestle. I know he going to try to wrestle. No, he going to take a bump. Look, first of all, you see how he bounced on that rope had to grab his calf to the bag against Hogan. You got to stop. Okay. You must be stopped. Like, so, no. Out no. Of we, we're not doing that. So, we got Crown Jewel coming up. Then we got Survivor Series coming up. Then we got TLC after that. And then we got Royal Rumble. So, a lot of things. And I, 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 I'm curious. I'm like, nobody picked the New Day. So, I'm actually kind of shocked. I wonder what's going to be happening with them since Kofi lost in nine seconds. <laughs> I mean, if, if I if I if I had picked the draft, I'd definitely, definitely pick New Day. I would have been cleaning up this uh, past season, but uh, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, a couple of things I want to go over before we uh, exit this podcast, and that is your boy Jeff Hardy. Oh boy! Uh, why are we going over this? Because we have a podcast to do. I just have one question, <laughs> though. Seriously, is there like a number of times you can this can happen to you? See, I'm. You know what? I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say nothing because because Usos is catching up to that number. 
Oh, but you know what? You know, it it, it, it right now it is kind of sickening. It's like, sir, you need help. It's uh, like his third time this year, ain't it? A second. So Jeff Hardy, uh, obvious, uh, got injured, had to get knee surgery back in May, where the Hardy Boys dropped the tag team championships, the Spider Tag Team Championships, and then he's been home nursing an injury ever since, which I think could, like my wife said. Could be part of the problem, uh-huh. uh, because you know Jeff Hardy does put himself through a lot of pain, especially at his age right now. And I think when wrestling keeps him busy, he try, he stays clean because he's busy. But when he's home and just got time to sit there and think and is in pain, he gonna try anything he can to get out that pain, which I think is the unfortunate problem with it. But even still, I think that the issue here is when you are an addict of some sort. It's not good to partake in anything that could open the door for you. Yeah. To walk back down that road, because it's like if he, even if he was clean, now you're taking. He's probably taking um, drugs for the pain. He's taking painkillers, mm-hmm. which just is like I can. This makes me feel this certain way. I can do this over here. You know, it's like I just feel like that's. It's a slippery slope mm-hmm. with somebody who is like an addict or a recovering addict. Um, when you have issues like that, this injury yeah, is going to open up a whole lot of problems. And then he is home just not doing anything. Well, TMZ released a story of him getting arrested for a DWI. Uh, and once again, you know, everybody, when stuff happens to Jeff, they go run right to Match Twitter page. Y'all, Jesus. What's the, is that mean, like... And you know, no, no, no. Matt had his own problems too. His brother's keeper for real. Uh, it felt like it, but then you know, Matt Hardy made a statement saying that you know he loves his brother, and he he, he gonna do it. He can help his brother, but Jeff has his own responsibilities. He has to keep up with, and he said he got kids now. He has to take care of his, my in capitals. You know, his oh, responsibility. He's sick of the BS. Yeah, basically. I mean, I, but I don't blame him because that. It's just kind of like, you know, the, the Jimmy Uso thing where when he fucks up, the team fucks up. And that hurts the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? And then, that, which is a, I mean, pe- people need help, but it's still a very selfish act. Especially, you know, it, it, it bothers me when you got these people that go in and they still think that they got the wherewithal, the wherewithal to drive drunk. Because you put in other people's lives in danger when you do stuff like that. Uh-huh. And it's like, do, do you not care at all about that? I mean, at all. I mean, you, there, you, it, it's, so, it's so sickening when you hear stories about people are killed by drunk drivers and the drunk driver barely walks away with a scratch on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how many times do we hear that story? I mean, that is, it, it, it's almost sad to say you rarely hear that the drunk driver died in the accident. Right. You rarely hear that. And I'm like, why? So, you know, that, that, that that's a, it's very disappointing. And, I mean, WWE did, did their copy and paste uh, 
Jeff Hardy is responsible for his, his actions. His own actions. His own actions. <laughs> and I'm like, but it's like, what do you do? Do you fire him and reprimand him? Because then you got people saying, so you fired Jeff, but Jimmy still got his job? Uh-huh. I mean, but if we're being fair here, this ain't Jeff's first rodeo. But this ain't Jimmy's first rodeo neither. I mean, Jeff left or got fired or whatever you want to call it, went to a whole other promotion, got fired, and then came back again. It's just like, after a while, for the both of them, after a while, what do you do? Do you send them to, like, you know, your own sanctioned rehab or... Do you just fire him and be like, you on your own at this point? I mean, because it's, it's a, I guess it's a hard situation to to really deal with because it's like you, they know they're going to catch backlash if they fire, they start firing people who have substance abuse problems more than likely due to what they put themselves through for their company. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a catch-22. They damn if they do, they damn if they don't. So... Them being responsible for their own actions is probably the best they're going to get. We're going to get that's the, That's the point of the independent contractor. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they still won't face backlash, you know. <coughs> Absolutely, which is, you know, very sad. I, I, I hope, I, I, I say this over and over again, I hope Jeff get help. True. But yeah, I hope he get help. Like, I hope he do get some help and, you know, like, seriously figure out what's wrong. But, I mean, eight but so, this man got two kids. You know, Matt got a whole Hardy clan he over there forming with with with, with Rebbe. Yeah, yeah, he got a whole Hardy clan he forming over there, and it's like, uh, do you not think about the kid? And I'm not gonna, you know, uh, talk about this man and say he don't think about his kids or nothing like that. But I mean, but those when you become a parent, those are that's one of the first things you think about when you are about to do a stupid decision. I know I do. Cause there's just some things you just can't do anymore. But but maybe it's just he, he's hooked so bad that he just really needs help. But he, it, it needs to be like reprimanded by WWE. Like WWE needs to take a little better handle on this situation when it comes to this kind of stuff. Better because it, it's happening too often, and they keep doing the copy and paste thing, and it doesn't seem to be helping the problem. I mean, well, they're not going to. I mean, well, Jeff Hardy. At least I don't think anything's going to happen because he's. He's out right now. By the time he comes back, if he does come back, it'll all have blown over. Fair enough. Uh, moving on real quick. So, uh, uh, like you said, he did not see the premiere of AEW, but AEW came in with 1.4 million uh, viewers over Ooh. over over NXT beating NXT in that first week. So I was, I was like, okay, a little small victories here. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at them. Uh, Chris Jericho made a comment about them. You know, they're not really at war. But he does want AEW to realize, like, not to get cocky. Yeah. And uh, do realize that, you know, you this is, we playing the long game here. There was no question in my mind that AEW was going to beat NXT in the first week. It's the premiere of a new show. Yeah, I figured that would happen anyway. Everybody's going to watch the new show. It's new and it's not available to you immediately like the um, like NXT, like NXT is. is. I mean, and of course, I know the second week is going to be even more because of what happened on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's going, that's going to be, you know, 
Well, because a lot of people go to tune in out of anger. So, you know, if you got the people like this, you know, you hook line sick, you, you better do the best you can, you know, to to to, to hook to hook them in there. But you know, I just wanted to go over, you know, just go over a couple of those things because, like I said, I, I put most of the other parts of the podcast already in when it comes to uh, the, the, the Wednesday Night War and the Hell in the Cell stuff like that. So I'm glad we, uh, you guys all joined us here for the, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast episode 115. So we're really deep into the hundred episodes now. I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, make sure you stay tuned for us next week. Like I said, I'm trying to get back to the more consistent thing, especially when we got the Wizard Night War going on. So, Q-Flow, make sure you watch NXT and AEW this week. Will do. And uh, so, so we, can, can we can compare the two to see how, how they did. Uh, curious to see what's going to happen on SmackDown and, like, you know, how the draft is actually going to work. Mm-hmm. And they doing a full-on draft. The champions are going to stay. Are we, are we just... You know, giving it a hard shake-up. You know, I'm curious. I'm just happy for this dumbass wild card to be going. Oh, I agree with you. <laughs> They're going to be gone for like uh, three months or so. And then... uh, I mean, look. Fox ain't with the shits. I'm sorry. Y'all don't cuss on this podcast. No, I mean, I curse. I just don't say... I, 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 got, I got two rules. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I got two rules that they have not changed yet. So, uh... Make sure you guys check us out next week, episode 116. Uh, we are, uh, so once again, on com. Make sure you check out spacefilly.com. All the podcasts that they have available on to you right there, uh, along with the Lulu Little Pop, Lulu Little Pop Horror Show, and both sides. And make sure you guys check out uh, all our content, the No Gimmicks Heated Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm, Talking About Culture Beyond. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 I jumbled all. The, I jumbled two shows together. Nerdgasm talk hosted by Swag on Zero. Yeah. Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, which I'll try to get on the next episode. And Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, hosted by Left Brain. There we go. All right. I ran all that together. And you know what? I'm not giving no love we're supposed to be due. Make sure y'all check out Prime Nostalgia as well. You know, my man Primetime over here hosting himself a podcast. How's that coming, Primetime? It's going quite well. Uh, I'm going to try to get all y'all on one episode eventually, and then individually. So, oh, it's good. All right. Oh, good. I'm curious to see what we're going to be talking about. <sighs> I have a feeling you already know, but, you know, oh, we'll man. see. All right. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm just going to be me. I know that much. So, make sure you guys check out Prime Nostalgia Prime. If you want to plug it uh, real quick and let everybody know where they can find Prime Time. You can find me on YouTube at Primetime95 and the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Also, you can just search it. But, you know, we're we're on a lot of places. Please go check it out. And I'm not going to forget about my co-host as well, who dropped the album. Yeah, you know. man, got the album out. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. my, my man is growing on the wardrobe. I'm letting you know right now. Check out. It's good. If you guys are into hip-hop, or you know Christian hip hop, you know make sure you guys check this out. And if you're not into that stuff, check out good quality music. So check out the album. Anyway, uh, Q Flow plug your stuff up and, and, and give me an update on how the downloads are coming. Um, I oh I have to actually open my computer to let you know about the numbers. But the numbers okay. they looking good. From the last I checked, 
they looking good. We still ain't hit 10K yet on Spotify, but we almost did. We oh. just gonna keep plugging it. Um, yeah, you can find my music, you can find my album, wherever you prefer, all your preferred streaming services, the album is there. Yes. Make, make sure y'all get that. I, I have Wardrobe on my phone, and I still listen to it while I'm editing. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you, my favorite track will still, it is still The Layover. That Layover, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the track right there, man. That, yo, uh, <laughs> as my dad would say, that's, that's the I'm cut. I'm trying to get a video done for that. Yes, look, that's the cut right there. That's the sugar. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That's the sugar <laughs> right there. So I'm letting everybody know. Make sure you pay attention to that. And you can listen to the Nerd Ga- uh, the No Gimmick Seated podcast once again, all on the whole uh, podcast apps. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Speaker, uh, YouTube Premium, if you want to listen to it on YouTube. Stay tuned for our YouTube channel as well, because now 2K20 want to get off their ass and start giving us news and stuff, so I will be covering that all this week, because they said be it for a big week, so they've been doing roster reveals on social media. <coughs> so, it's been uh, pretty cool so far, so now... I see those people on this roster. I'm curious to see who all is going to make the game. So, stay tuned for all that great stuff. So, once again, this is Ed seeing the place to be. Show show Mr. A&D. And my co-host, the man, the myth, the reality, Q-Flow Photo Rookie. All right. Take it easy, everybody. And my other co-host, not Deion Sanders, but Primetime. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Yep. And my lovely wife, the greatest catch lady sketch. It's been real. And if y'all want to know, know uh, how his skills are in wardrobe, make sure you listen to this tune as he takes us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. When it's time for an adventure on the open highway, one quick call to American Family Insurance gets you headed in the right direction. Our travel peace of mind package is there if you encounter a bump in the road. From roadside assistance to rental car coverage, we have you covered. Find a local agent or get a quote at amfam.com. American Family Insurance. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.